Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to a special edition of Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today is Tuesday, September 6th, Tuesday, September 6th, and we're here continuing our celebration of Super September. People, some dynamite things are getting ready to happen. I'm coming here tonight to declare good times for each and every one of you who can hear my voice. And before I get any further, before I go any further, before I get carried away, before I, you know, forget my manners, I submit this experience, this show, to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is the move of his spirit. People, got some dynamite things planned for you tonight. I got a dynamite guest coming on who's no stranger to the, the championship living brand. Um, people, <laughs> let me tell you this. I don't care what people say. I don't care what it looks like outside. I don't care what is going on around you. There are good times. Somebody out there right now is experiencing good times in their life. Why not you? Somebody out there right now doesn't have to worry about how they're going to pay their bills. Why not you? Somebody out there right now, right here, right now, is experiencing the life of their dreams, which you know around here we say that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. Your time has come. Your time is now to do the same thing. Good times are here for you. Happy times are here again for each and every one of you. So, look. Be excited. Be encouraged. I'm getting ready to do some dynamite day for you. So, you know, sit back, buckle your seatbelt, get a pen, get a pad, take notes, because we're going to give you some dynamite content today. So before I go any further with uh, our, our inspirational song, I want to do this. I release into the atmosphere the spirit of encouragement. I release into the atmosphere, into, and I electrify the environment, the, our, our, our environment, our audience uh, listening space. Um, I, I, I speak to the element, I speak to the environment, and I release the spirit of encouragement so that everybody who comes in contact with the show leaves encouraged, leaves empowered. I, I release the, the, the power of, of, of dreams, that people can, shall dream again. People shall dream dreams and see visions. We're releasing everything that matters to you, miracles, healing, signs, wonders, everything that, that's important. We release we release it into the atmosphere now. So with that in mind, I'm going to take you to our inspirational song for tonight. One of actually one of two inspirational songs for tonight. And then we'll be right back. Oh, somebody needs to hear that in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your storm. Work your faith, people. Work your faith. My brothers and sisters, bring your problems to the altar and leave Doesn't matter, doesn't matter oh. how you fall to grab a hold of God. 
Hello, and we're back. That was Work Your Face by Jay Moss. And, again, I'm so excited to be here with you today and just share dynamite content with you and, and just share the things that, that go on in the day with me getting ready for these, these shows. These shows are designed to empower you. They're designed to encourage you. They're designed to equip you. They're designed to keep you moving in the right direction towards life of your dreams because, you know, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. We'll, we continue to say that. We, we repetitively say that because, guess what, in repetition, there, there's, there's a power in repetition. The more and more you do something, the more familiar you become with it. The more familiar you become with it, the more, you know, it becomes a part of your, your daily walk. So we, we say that a lot around here. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. So I want to continue to speak that out over you, and and we ask that you do the same thing at home. Look in the mirror and just look look at that person that, that reflects back at you and say, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. And say that, say that enough throughout the day, and guess what? It will power you. It will make you feel better. It will make you – it will just give you, you know, you know, the feeling of good times. I mean, good times are here. Happy days are here again. Regardless of what the economic reports are saying, regardless of what joblessness reports are saying, regardless of unemployment reports, regardless of what you're seeing in the media, you have to get away from that situation for a minute. You have to get away from those moments and get away from those places and just encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to – be still and encourage yourself. I'm telling tonight that happy times are here again. Good times are here. I'm decreeing and declaring for each and every person that can hear my voice, good times, the return of happy days. Happy days are here again for each and every one of you. I'm going to give you some, uh, some details throughout the show, some good content throughout the show. But what I want to do is this. I want to take you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be, be right back. I want to talk to you right now about just being encouraged, sometimes having to encourage oneself. You know, a lot of things are going to come in our lives to discourage us, to try to throw us off track. But I'm here today to tell you, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Your dreams are so wonderful. Your dreams are so important. Your dreams are actually your lifeline. Your dreams are the very thing that keep you alive. They're the very thing that keep you motivated, keep you encouraged to go in the right direction. So if you can dream, if you can believe that all things are possible, whatever it is that you've been put on this earth to do, those very visions, those very dreams that you have, make your existence here, make your your living here, make your, your whole being here valid. So always remember this. If ever you need to be encouraged, remember that God placed you on this earth as a solution. God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't create things in vain. He created you in his likeness and image. So go forward. Go forward in power and in might, knowing that without a shadow of a doubt, that you have been placed on this earth to be a solution to a certain set of problems that without you, you would have had to be created. As you continue to manifest the life of your dreams, remember that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. This is Miles Miller saying, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. First thing that success is going to cost you, it's going to cost you your mind. Success will cost you your mind. And when I say success will cost you your mind, I mean that if you're somewhere right now and you 
you didn't really want to be there. And you didn't really know you don't really know how you got there. Guess what? The mindset that got you there can't get you out of there. I have a, a quote I love saying to my clients and uh, and when and when I'm in, doing my speeches is that the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it. First and foremost, the reason why the mind that created the problem is not qualified to solve it is because that that mind is stuck in that environment that is perpetuating the thing that you don't want. So we, you know, I I'm a firm believer. Uh, I stand on. Romans 12 in the beginning of Romans 12 it, it says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind I even go as far as this I, I tell people you know it's sometimes it's okay to lose your mind if your mind has got has gotten you in a place where you can't <laughs> where you, you're not being successful you're not being able to live a full life then you have to lose that mind and, ha- and get it renewed get the mind get the mind of Christ that you know a mind a mind with a mindset to thrive and be great Hello, we're back. I gave you a two for one there. I gave you two motivational moments uh, that I think are just empowering for this moment. What I want you to do, again, is this. Throughout the week, listen to these podcasts. These podcasts, are, like I said, are designed to empower you. They're designed to get you to the place you want to be, designed to empower your your walk and, and electrify your environment. So, like I said, these things are a labor of love, but what I want you to do is tell people that this show exists. Tell people that creating a championship standard of living is coming on. Let people know that we exist because it, we're doing some dynamite things around here. And guess what? We've been doing some so much work together that we are in the top 6% of all self-help shows on Blog Talk Radio. I just checked the, the rankings a moment ago. We are in the top 6.5% of all shows, of all self-help shows on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm excited. I'm thoroughly excited about that because that means that you're listening. It means that we're not just falling on deaf ears. We're really doing something that, that people are really connecting to. And even I just uh, received a couple tweets from some of my U.K. listeners. So I'm excited about that. I want to say hello to everybody over in, in London, in the, the entire U.K. Um, we're coming over there in 2012, so get ready for a, a mild more motivation as we uh, come over there and, and encourage you in person. But um, getting back to, to the show, I want everybody to take this serious. We are in the run for number one. I am excited about what's going on here. I like the energy. We've already rolled a few ranks from Saturday, so we're, we're moving forward. I want each and every one of you to take this serious. We're going to we're going to be the number one self help show by the end of this month. When Super September is over, we will be the number one self help show on Blog Talk Radio. So continue to pour out your support. Continue to Tell your friends, continue to send the podcast to people, send links to the podcast, and just let people know that we exist. Let people know what we're doing. You can continue to reach out to me at on Facebook at Miles, excuse me, Facebook.com slash Miles Speaks. That's Facebook.com slash M-Y-L-E-S-S-P-E-A-K-S. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can call my office leave a message. Uh, I do return my phone calls. I do return um, turn messages. You can reach me at 770-674-8350. You can, that's my office number. I'll give you, you can actually call my office and I will re- return the call. So I look forward to connecting to you on a greater level. But again, 
let's move forward. Let's make this thing happen. Let's become the number one host, excuse me, number one show, self-help show on Blog Talk Radio. So with that in mind, we're moving forward into the show. I got uh, a couple things I want to do here first. Um, tonight, there's a special theme for the show, and we're talking about good times. I'm bringing on a guest tonight who is familiar with good times, who's familiar with going through the process to get to good times. So we're going to bring him on later in the show, but I got a little song that I want to, want to play to, to electrify the atmosphere. So stay tuned. You're listening to Creating the Championship Standard Living with your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller.
Hello, and we're back. That was Good Times by Chic. Uh, number was the number one song in 1979, rose to the chart. And I actually, I, I want to share some details about that song uh, momentarily. But before I do that, I, I have a special guest who's coming on to uh, make a, a, a really powerful and important announcement. And you will recognize his voice as a, a familiar voice on our um, our show here, Miss um, Amira Shaw, uh, over there, the host of Life Skills Radio. Amira, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Well, you have some really dynamite news to share with the audience. Yes, I do. I definitely want to um, invite your audience and let them know that we are beginning a groundbreaking, transformative relationship series. It's called Relationships Start to Finish. We will be exploring every aspect of relationships um, for the next five weeks. We will be exploring getting ready for a relationship. The next week we'll be exploring the rules of engagement of a relationship. Now you're merging together. It's the newness of it. Then we'll be exploring if you can recover from a breakup, how to do that, if it's possible. Then we will be uh, moving into you're in a long relationship and keeping the passion alive within that relationship. And then the last week we're going to do a wrap-up. Anything we didn't cover we're going to cover. We're going to, we may talk about, you know, interracial dating. We may talk about dating sites. Uh, we may talk, whatever we didn't cover within the four weeks, we're going to cover. Um, but the most exciting thing that I'm excited about tonight is we will have you there um, with oh. another announcement. So that's exciting. Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think you can tell that I'm I'm completely excited. I mean, we're we're bringing, you know, transformative, groundbreaking information, and and Life Skills Radio is all about, you know, the ultimate life skill is learning how to love. So I think this series is complementary to everything that we believe um, as far as, um, you know, what we believe about life. So it's a great place to be. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I can't, I can't wait until uh... – tonight to, you know, come on your show and, and help you bring home those points. So I'm looking forward to it. And I, I really encourage everybody to hear my voice right now to tune in at, at 10 p.m. to Life Skills Radio here on Blog Talk Radio because your your favorite motivator, Mr. Miles W. Miller, will be a guest on this Dynamite show with this Dynamite host. Awesome. Thank you, Miles. I definitely appreciate it. You're one of my one of my inspirations for the show. And uh-huh. I just want to let everybody know that, you know, Life Skills is about creating and bringing awareness to us as individuals. Any of the information that we talk about is only to expand their awareness. I truly believe that our higher selves knows the best path to take for our individual selves, and we want to put you in touch with your higher self when, when you listen to Life Skills. And I know that you allow people and, and extract that from them all the time on your show, and that's just, it's just an enhancement, and we can't do enough work, enough work surrounding people getting in tune, getting in touch, um, you know, with their higher self, so I'm excited, I'm really excited tonight, also, I must, I must mention, I can't, I can't forget, relationship guide, Jason Hairston, um, people remember him from our Passion and Principles episode, he will be there, um, I've got a lot of feedback from some of the things and awarenesses he brought on that episode and for the gentlemen that, that liked what he said as well as the women, he will be back. <laughs> well I'm looking forward, Mira, to being there tonight and um 
again, you know, I look forward to it, and, and let's have a great time. Oh, great time is when we had. Um, I can guarantee you. I can guarantee anybody who listens to the show, takes part in the show, a guarantee, a guaranteed great time will be had. We will love. We will laugh. We will learn um, on life skills tonight together. So. Well, again, we look forward to it, and um, hey, you know, whenever whenever I show up, I expect to, to deliver some groundbreaking information to your people. So I'm excited about it as well. Awesome. Well, we will hear from you. You're gonna be you're gonna be one of the tip off of the show. So your listeners get a double dose dose of you today, which is quite <laughs> awesome. So um, they'll get a double dose of you. They'll get a little. They'll get a big dose of me and a big dose of Jason and a big dose of. Um, we'll take it into Q and A, and if you can kind of expound on some topics that we have going on tonight, we'll we'll bring you in at the top of the hour and. We'll look forward to your insight throughout the night. And, again, you know, I'll, I'll be there with, with bells on. Well, not with bells on, but I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind bells. We don't mind bells. <laughs> okay, Amir, well, I look forward to, to tonight. And, you know, hey, uh, stay tuned. we got some great things uh, in store here for the rest of this show. Awesome. I'm all, I was already tuned in, always tuned in to you. So I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. Thanks, everybody, okay. for tuning in to, to your show as well as to mine. Let's let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good friend of mine, Amira Shaw, uh, host of Life Skills here on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm going to get uh, right into what the message I want to bring to you guys. We're talking about good times. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about all types of things. Everything that matters to you, everything that, that really matters to you. Let me say it again. Everything that matters to you, we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about it in about seven steps. And I got about I got a little little time before our guest comes on because he's, he's online. I see him. I know he's antsy, chopping at the bit to get on. But I got to go ahead and, and give you this information because it's not my stuff. And we've been working on it all day. And it's, it's something that's it's segue into our interview tonight. Um, you heard the song. Good time. Now I heard that song this morning on my way uh, to take care of my day-to-day operations, and I was listening to that song, and it, I got inspired. I've heard that song numerous times, but I heard, something about the hook caught me this morning, and I listened to it, and it says, "Good times. These are the good times. Leave your cares behind. These are the good times. Good times." These are the good times. Our new state of mind. These are the good times. And immediately, I just my mind started clicking and my everything started running in my head. And it was like I knew that this was going to be what we talked about tonight. And I'm going to show you how powerful that hook is, and how power, how you can apply it to your own life, and how you too can start living the good life. How you can start experiencing good times. How you can start, you know seeing happy days in your life. I'm going to give you seven principles that I that that was in this hook, that song. And I'm going to start with the first piece of it. The first piece is to decree it. To decree it. You have to decree a thing. If you want to see something powerful happen in your life, you have to decree it. You you know at the beginning of the show I always decree that I submit this show to God's Holy Spirit. Well I'm decreeing at that moment that I'm one with God. I'm one with his spirit as we move forward into this show to bring forth life-changing motivation and encouragement. 
what do you want your life to look like? You, you know, around here we say it like this, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. That's a declaration. I have decreed that. A decree, even in Scripture, it says you shall, in Job, it says you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Whatever you, you're decreeing is what you're seeing. I'll say it again. Whatever you are decreeing is what you're seeing. So if you don't like what you're seeing, stop what you're decreeing and, and decree what it is you really want. That's why we spend time in, with visualization, visualizing your ideal life. It is important that you see what you want because that's what you'll begin to speak out. See, I, like, I say it like this. I say what I see, then I see what I say. I say what I see, then I see what I say. In other words, I spend time in my imagination. I spend time with the things I want. I spend time with all those things that are important to me. Then, as I focus on them, as I give, give them good attention, I begin to speak those things out because I see them in the forefront of my mind. I see myself ha- happy, healed, whole, set free, delivered, free from all disease, free from all all burden, free from all, everything that can, can trap me, anything that can hurt me. I see myself free to move around this universe. I see myself as a power player. I'm decreeing it. I just decreed that. That's a powerful statement I just made there. So in this hook, they're decreeing good times, 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 good times. No matter what the situation looks like, you have to decree what it is you want. I'm decreeing over your life right now that good times are here. These are the good times. That happy days are here again. The first line of that song is happy days are here again. I'm decreeing that happy days are here again for you. Some people may be going through some of the roughest trials of their lives, but happy days are here again. That trial was only a setup for the blessing that's coming to you right now. And then after they decreed it, after they decreed it, you see that you see repetitive confession, repetitive confession. So faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. But even if you stop short, faith comes by hearing. So whatever you're hearing is feeding your faith. So you can you have the option because we we have we have choice. You have the option to speak things that will bring you down, or you have the option to speak things that will bring you up. The power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So you have the you have the power and the authority to speak whatever you want out of your mouth. You've been given that power and authority from God. So why not use it to speak out of things you want and do it repetitively? And, and to keep because every time you speak something out, you're, you're electrifying your environment to produce that thing, to produce the fruit there of that. So I say it like this: the life of my dreams is wonderful. And I deserve it. I don't care if it doesn't show up tonight, but I can I believe it, and I keep saying it to the atmosphere. Guess what? It's, it's I'm, I'm bound to meet it. I'm on a I'm on a crash course with the life of my dreams because I keep speaking out my mouth that the life of my dreams is absolutely wonderful and I deserve it. I keep saying it. I've already decreed it, so I've already seen the vision. And I keep saying it. So I keep feeding my faith. So the third thing about this this hook was that the repetitive confession causes a change in what you hear. When you change what you hear, you change what you believe because faith comes by hearing, of course. So whatever you have faith in, it affects your belief system. So if you're moving out in, in power and might, you're, if you've already decreed what it is you want, you're repetitively confessing it, you're, you're hearing it. So now it has affected your faith and it has affected your belief. I see myself strong. I see myself healthy. I see myself whole. I refuse to, to, 
to look at the situation for what it may be or what it may not be. I will only accept that which is pleasant, which is beautiful, which is healthy, which is whole. I speak that out of my mouth. I confess that. And I hear it now. So now my faith is, is, is being elevated to bring me to the manifestation of that which I've already decreed, which I've already seen in my vision. That's what this thing is saying. Good times. These are the good times. Leave your cares behind. These are the good times. Good times. These are the good times. Our new state of mind, these are the good times. And they say that a lot throughout that song. They say it a lot throughout that song. And if you listen to that song, it was a, it's a disco song. It was a song created to for people to dance to it. But when you listen to it, it really electrify. It can electrify your whole environment because it's it's really a, a prophetic song. It's speaking to speaking life to that which you want. It's speaking life to a good life. It's speaking life to you know beautiful things. It's speaking life to whole things. It's speaking life to everything that you could possibly desire. Good time whole family doing well, everybody doing good, everybody doing their very best in life. And what else could you want? I mean, what else could you really want after that? So you de- first and foremost, you decree it, you repetitively confess it, so now you're hearing it. And after you hear it, after you've done these three things, it becomes simple. Cast your cares. That's one of the lines in the song, leave your cares behind. Now you cast your cares. Cast your cares away. Cast your cares upon God because he said, he tells, he tells us, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. So therefore, at that point, you have no worries that you have to even be concerned about because God says, give them to me. This stuff is too heavy, heavy for you to carry, so give it to me. That's why it's really important to be connected to source, be connected to source energy because source energy, which is the energy of God, is the most powerful energy in the world, the most powerful energy in the universe. That energy is, is corrective. That energy is, is cleansing. That energy is beautiful. That energy, it, it creates, it recreates, it heals, produces miracles. It, because what is happening at that point, you're not on this natural plane. You're in a spiritual plane. You're in a whole new realm. You're in the realm of possibility. See, it's like this. The realm of possibility is a place where all things are possible. That's the place where God is. That's the place where God dwells. That's the place where when you can connect to that place, that the life of your dreams, which is wonderful and you deserve it, can manifest. The, the realm of possibility has no concern about the situation. It has no concern about the circumstance. It has no concern. It only knows what's possible. And all things are possible to them which believe. So nothing's impossible in the realm of possibility. So that's why when you cast your cares off, you don't, it, it takes you up, takes anything that would weigh you down and take your attention off of the goal away from you. God said, give it to me. No, no, don't worry about your family. Don't worry about people talking about you. Don't worry about, you know, the situation. Don't worry about the economic situation in our country. Don't worry about, you know, war. Don't worry about that stuff. Give it to me. Keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you, and I don't want you to carry this stuff. With you, I want you to, your assignment is way more important than this burden. So, again, I'm going to keep reiterating, good times. These are the good times. Leave your cares behind. These are the good times. Good times. These are the good times. 
our new state of mind. These are the good times. So there's another piece that you see in this hook and the fifth step to living the good life and enjoying good times. Renew your mind. Scripture tells us, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means that, I say it like this, the old mindset, the mindset that got you into the trouble, the mindset that may have gotten you into a struggle, is not qualified to get you out of it. I say it again, the mindset that got you into a trap, that got you into a struggle, is not qualified to get you out. It, your mind has to change in order for the situation to change. Because if your mind doesn't change, you're going to, you're going to gravitate towards the same things that perpetuate the situation that you may be in. So if you want to move forward in your life, if you want to move forward in your career, you want to move forward in your relationships, then you must change your mind and move forward towards things that cause elevation in a relationship, that cause healing, that cause things to change, that cause things to, to be made whole. So renewing your mind, because if you've been, first and foremost, if you've been carrying the burden of your your own concerns, then your that, that mindset was off, because that's not what you're supposed to do. Leave your cares behind. So you must renew your mind. You renew your mind by, you know, ways you renew your mind is the Word of God, by reading the Bible, um, prayer, meditation, fasting, listening to shows like this, listening to motivational speakers, listening to to, uh, to anything that, that causes a, a, a paradigm shift in your mind. It causes you to elevate in your mind. Anything like that will cause your mind to renew. So first and foremost, you decreed it. You decreed good times. You're repetitively confessing good times, that these are the good times, that you leave your cares behind because these are the good times. And you, compete, can, you repetitively confess that not only are these the good times, but I have a new state of mind because these are the good times. Now that you've done all those things, I'm going to give you two bonus pieces that, that's not in this hook. This, the sixth step for living a good life and enjoying good times. Write the vision down. So I said, if you heard me earlier, if you remember what I said earlier, I say what I see and then I see what I say. In other words, I spend time in my, with my vision. I spend time looking at all the details of the vision. I spend time thinking about the vision. Now, that vision can stay in my imagination for the rest of my life if I don't make a move on it. And I make a move on it by writing it down. So, again, you know, we say it like this. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. So what does that look like? The more you write it down, the more more tangible it becomes. You just brought it from another realm to a physical realm where you can see it now, where you can physically see it when you write it down. Write the vision down and make it plain. So that gives you a power. It gives you a power that is, is so dynamite because now it's, it's a, you've created something. And now that you've created something, you've got a vision. So first of all, you've decreed it. So you already saw the vision. You decreed that vision out loud. You, you confessed it. So you, and now you can repetitively confess it. So it's electrifying the atmosphere. And then it's the third thing, now you're hearing it over and over again. So since you're hearing it over and over again, it's affecting your faith and it's affecting what you believe. So it's giving you, uh, it's giving you power to use your faith. Now you, and now you've gotten to that place where you can cast your cares on God. And now since you cast your cares on God, you can renew your mind. 
And now since you renewed your mind, you can write the vision down and, and make it plain. And after you've done all those things, just do it. Just choose to live a good life. Just choose to live a good life. Just choose to live a good life. Accept the fact that just because other people may be having hard times doesn't mean you have to. Accept the fact that when you step up to the plate, great things can happen. Accept the fact that because you are here, because you are here, because you have expectation of wonderful things, wonderful things can happen for you. Listen to me. I'm leave with this. Good times. These are the good times. Leave your cares behind. These are the good times. Good times. These are the good times. Our new state of mind, these are the good times. So I share that with you. I, I pray that you that you take something from tonight and that you it empowers your environment. Expect good times. Expect good tidings. Expect great things to happen. So with that in mind, I'm going to move forward in the show. I got my guest. Chopper at the bit. He's ready to rock and roll. And without further ado, I want to bring to you, I'm not going to even introduce him much because he's all, he needs some introduction around here. He's, he's family. So without further ado, I want to bring to to the show my brother, a good friend, and just fellow colleague, a motivational guru. Uh, what else can I say about him? A champion, a game changer. If you come up with the adjective, it, it probably fits. Without further ado, I want to bring to the show, making his uh, – Internet Radio um, return debut, Mr. J.L. Godfrey. J.L., are you there? Hey, what's going on, Miles? Man, it's an absolute honor to have you here on this show. Uh, I'm just excited to hear your voice, man. I hadn't heard from heard from you in a minute, and it's just it's good to hear, have you back. It's it's good to be back. And and before I go any further, I just want to say uh, thank you, man, for the opportunity to share uh, me with your audience. I I don't take this lightly. At all, uh, it's just my absolute honor to be back with you. And and you know, I stepped away from blog talk for a little while, and you know, to come back, it's it's refreshing to hear somebody like yourself, man, speak with so much passion. And then your your other young lady who came on, passionate about her show. I, I think this is a great avenue for people who probably may not have been heard if it wasn't for right. blog talk radio. And so, man, I, I just thank you again for just giving me the opportunity to share something and to speak life into your audience. Well, again, like I say, you are your family here, man. You, you're always welcome here. You've always been welcome here, and and I'm just, like I said, I'm just excited to hear you. I'm like because I hadn't heard from you in a while. I'm just wanted people to, uh, to to you know we're sharing we're sharing you at the, at the same time. So I'm just excited that you get a chance to come out here and you get to express what's in your heart too. Because I know there's something going on with you that's dynamite, and I know people need to hear it. Oh yeah, no doubt, man. I, I think it's it's absolutely uh, phenomenal that you come up with this theme of good times, especially when everything we see, uh, uh, you know, you turn on the TV, you hear, you know, no jobs and home foreclosures and and marriages are on the rocks, and you you hear everything contrary to good times, you know. And so right. for you to come out and make this decree that the good times are here, you know, people are listening to this saying, man, this guy's crazy. I've lost my job. I've lost my home. <laughs> You know how how can he declare good times? But I I love what you say said when you you say, and I may not be saying it correctly. You see, you say what you want to see, and I think that's so important because even if you're you know you've lost your job, you've lost your home, or any any of those things, say that this declare that these are good times. And as yes, you sir. say that, as you say that, man, it attracts that to you. 
you have what you say. There's power in the words that you say. And so by you declaring good times, man, I'm telling you, I stand in agreement with that. And not only am I declaring good times for you, myself, and all the radio listeners that's listening today, we are in good times. This is prime opportunity for people to go and try that business. Everything is on sale. You can buy a house so cheap right now. I mean, it's incredible. These are phenomenal times. I mean, sir, millionaires are being made right as we speak. I'm telling you, now, now is a prime opportunity for you to move forward in that dream and that goal and that vision you have. You know, um, and I've shared this a long time ago. I think about the Milton Hershey, the Hershey guy. When the Depression right. was going on, he built and he bought, and I mean, and they're surviving off of what he did in not so good times. Because right. what to have to have good times, you have to have vision. You have yes. to see beyond where you are. Because if people, if you just sit around and say, "Well, I'm unemployed," or "I don't have a job," or whatever the case may be. No, it's not going to be good times because you're saying the exact opposite of what you want to see. See, it's so important what you say is what you see. I think it's absolutely uh, imperative that you fix your mouth. But we've been trained to speak, and, man, you're killing me. Boy, I'm, you know, we right, say right. all these things, you know, you're putting that out there. You know, it's so important that you guard your mouth. And you, and you saying that, I think a lot of people – I mean, even myself, I've been guilty. I, have, I catch myself a lot of times. I refuse to tell people that I'm sorry. I will always tell people, like, look, I apologize. I made a mistake, but I, w- I won't say I'm sorry because I, I read the definition of the word sorry, and it doesn't fit me. <laughs> I can I can honestly apologize for making a mistake, but the word sorry never appear, It never applies to me because I'm not sorry. I'm not a sorry person. That word right. is, is so the, – the, the connotation of it is just so – Derogatory, so draining. Even like the word, you know, people have been watching the movie The Help, and I actually had somebody call me The Help one time, and it, the connotation of it, I, I could feel the negativity behind that word. It just, it wasn't a good word when it was spoken to me, and it was like, you know, words are powerful, and people try try to say how that they're, that, you know, they're just saying a cliche or they're just saying a phrase, but words are very powerful. Jay, tell people, tell people. How important the words that you've been speaking out of your mouth have been since you know you know you've been taking care of some business. How how the kept kept you on track to keep going forward to hit your goals and your vision? Well, again, it's just it's you know it's imperative that you speak positive words. People say uh, it's an old saying that sticks and stones may never you know may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, right. words will kill you. Words will yes, kill sir. you because they're so powerful and 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 for me personally, uh, the words that I say, I, I've, I called a family meeting with my family, and we got every, I got everybody together, and we have changed the words that we speak because mm-hmm. words are powerful, you know, even yes, in a joking way, you know, even in a joking way. I mean, the Bible talks about the small foxes. It's those little words that you think it doesn't mean anything, but in your subconscious mind, you're absorbing that. You're absorbing right. that, and as you you begin to have what you see and what you say, it expands. So as you say that. As you say, I'm I'm nothing, I'll never be anything, you're just like your father. You know, you're making all these comments. You're speaking that into existence. And so for me, what I, I, I speak, man, I speak that I, I'm the head and not the tail. I speak that yes, sir. I'm walking in, in, in God's will for my life. I speak that I walk in millionaire status. I, I speak all of these things, and as you speak it, uh, it begins to manifest itself. And it, And the thing about it is that it may not manifest itself overnight. 
you know, right. but that you have to continue to speak it. I believe it's um, when it talks about the water, as it continues to beat on the rock. Eventually, it will eat away at the rock, but it just doesn't happen. It has to yes. keep going and keep going and keep going. So you have to keep speaking that word, and you have to speak it in the exact opposite of what you're going through. See, the right. devil, he, what, he, what he does, he puts you in situations to, 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 to get you off track, to get you um, sidetracked of what you want. Oh, no, you'll never be a millionaire. How are you going to declare you're a millionaire? You, you don't even have 10 cents, you, you know, but you right. have to speak exactly the opposite of what you see. I'm telling you, because as you speak it, you keep speaking it like that water. You keep chipping at that rock. Eventually, it will eat away. And, and that goes, ties into something else I talk about a lot. Um, I talk about the three stages of dream realization, which I define as the goal, the process, and the manifestation. And in other words, you set a goal, and then that goal has a required process in order for you to see its manifestation. And I think a lot of times in, in my coaching, even in speaking, even in dealing with some of my friends, a lot of people set the goal and want to bypass the process and get to manifestation. And wow. I have, have have learned in my young years on this earth that that doesn't really work well. There's no shortcut to success. Only the shortest the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. You got to go straight through it. Yes, and instead sir. of instead of you know walking around a mountain for 40 days, a lot of people would prefer <laughs> to do it for 40 years. Right. And and, well, and so what I'm saying, what I, the question I'm asking you then is, what do you tell people to keep them encouraged to go through the process, not to try to short-circuit the process or try to go around the process or even circumvent it, but how to go through the process and, and understanding that the manifestation shall come if they don't quit. Well, see, sometimes, Miles, um, we have even been, been conditioned to even going through the process. God does not desire for us to even have to go through the process. Sometimes if you're just obedient to to the ones that you're submitting to, there, there's a reason why God gives you a mother and father. There's a reason why God gives you a pastor. There's a reason why uh, you have this radio show. There's a reason why you're speaking what you're speaking. And people sometimes, I remember somebody told me once and said, you know something, you don't have to bump your head. I've already bumped my head enough times right. for you not to. Well, the thing is that sometimes that selfish nature that we have in, a, in our makeup that I can do it better, I don't have to listen to you. And that causes us to have to go through the process. You know, it's it's things out there. If you want to start a business, why try to do something? It's books out there. It's things that you can do that has already been done to avoid the whole process altogether. And so I think sometimes, Miles, we, we give the process too much credit. It's, it's somebody out there. It's somebody out there now who who's listening to the show who, or deep down they want to be a speaker or they want to write a book or whatever it may be. It's people like you, you know, who who's willing to share, who's willing to give what you have to right. avoid them from having to go through the process. But we don't want to listen. We don't want to be obedient. We just want to go and do what we want to do. Right. And then we, then we go through the process, and then we'll come back and say, Miles, what is it that you told me to do? When all they had to do <laughs> is listen the first time, <laughs> you know. Right. And so I think sometimes we give the process too much credit. I think if we're just obedient, because we have people out there, man, that's willing to share. You know, um, the elders, uh, I, I love talking to older people. You know, sit, sit down and talk to people 70, 80 years old, man, you can learn so much. I mean, just listening, just listening. So I think, again, we just give the process too much credit, man. I think if, if somebody out there that's trying to tell you, 
whether it's your mother, whether it's your your father, whether it's an older brother, uh, whoever it may be, somebody's out there trying to help you. Listen, and it can help you avoid so many bumps in the road. Trust me, I know. <laughs> now, now when we now Jayden, when we do say process, we, we're saying not so much necessarily bumping your head, not necessarily right. talking about you know failing and falling. Because I believe, okay. uh, you know, Dr. Mike Murdoch says it like this: that there's two ways for you to, you know, to grow. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing it: it's two ways for you to get experience, and it's mentors or mistakes. Right. And, and <laughs> right, what, what right. you're talking about is, you know, it, and that is itself a process, not necessarily a process of banging one's head against the wall, or, or a process of banging someone's head against, the, you know, a door, or you know, going right. through trying to go through a brick wall that that is immovable, and we can just go around it. <laughs> but what I'm saying right, is that. Right. Because it, because with that process it ties into um, Genesis eight and twenty two, which states, you know, and I'm paraphrasing again, that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall remain. So that process is 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 the time thing. So it's just like putting a cake in an oven. You know that you can't pull it right out in, in t- ten minutes when it's supposed right. to be in it for, for sixty minutes. It's just you know it's, it's the timing of it. It's allowing it to to manifest and allow it to become completely ready. Because you know in in the due season. And the due season is when, is when the thing is completely ready. It's not. It's not premature. It's, it's ready. You can you can use it at that moment. So that's that's what we you know like I said we're not trying to. Because right, trust me, I'm not I'm not one for unnecessary struggle. I'm always looking for ways to work smarter. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Well, I, so, I think with that with that process, it, it goes back to what we were speaking about. Um, just speaking that. Just speaking what yes, you want to have. You know. Um, you can speak yourself through that process. You know, um, I, I love when you talk about the cake and things of that nature. Um, I think one of the things that uh, we as, you know, in our age group, uh, we have been called the microwave generation, you know, because mm-hmm. we're, we want everything so instantly. You know, I heard a guy say once, I'm a uh, overnight success that took 25 years, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, and so uh, sometimes, you know, that process, man, just comes and, in the process, you're learning maturity. That's really what it's about. It's, it's maturing you to handle whatever it is that God has for you. You know, right, there's, right. there's no need for Miles to be a millionaire if he can't budget a hundred dollars. You know, so <laughs> you know, so so that that process I think you're referring to is just maturing, just maturing right. to handle much right. more, maturing to handle those good times that we're speaking. You know, so right, I, exactly, I believe exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I, exactly I believe that's what you what you're saying. Just maturing to handle those good times, and so. Um, it's, it just comes from, I, again, I believe that, you know, surrounding yourself around people that's going in the direction you're going in, uh, listening to things, uh, reading books, you know, just get, getting in that atmosphere, man, of helping yourself. Because, again, like I said earlier, I believe that there's no there's nothing that someone hasn't experienced. And so I think as you're going through that process of maturing to handle the good life, um, you can get around people who can coach you and help you and to prepare for that good life that you decree. Right. And, and with that in mind also, now, one thing I, I know about you is that, you know, when you put your mind in something, you're going to make it happen. You're going to do whatever <laughs> no is necessary to get it. I mean, and, and just listening to you tell the stories of how you, you kept your family intact, being, a you know, as a husband, as a as a father, Right. What are some things that you've learned? Maybe like two or three things that you've learned along the path in just working with, you know, building your family and putting, your, keeping your family intact. What are some things that you've learned that have have given you 
some insight and wisdom on how to stand tall, like no matter what the situation looks like. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> man, I could go on and on. Um, one of the things, um, one of the number one things that I think causes struggles in relationships is selfishness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once you enter into, you know, a marriage or a relationship or anything of that nature, you have to be willing to put yourself down to lift that other person up. You right. know, um, you know, it's it's amazing, man, how selfish we really are. You know, um, I tell people now, I say, you know, me and my wife, we, we don't argue. And people, right. they're, they're, they're like, huh, how is that? Because I'm willing to sit down and we're willing to talk and t- come together and, and, and be able to share, you know, but that comes from me stepping down because sometimes I know I'm right, Miles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I know I'm right, man. But, you know, I have to sit down and open myself up to hear what it is that she's saying and where she's coming from. And, man, it, I think one of the things is just being selfish. And then the other thing is you have to um, – you have to be you have to be in in great standings with God, I and mean, I could not do this without God. I think right. being a husband and a father is probably probably the hardest job in the world to do. You never get a day off. You're always <laughs> on, even when you sleep. If they hear a noise, they're not waking mom up. They're coming to get you. You know, right. you're always on it, and and sometimes you have to have somebody. You have to have somewhere to go, man. You have to because it's hard for one person to carry. You, right. you have to be able to go to God and give it to him because if you don't, man, that's why you see so many men walk away. Because if this was easy, everybody would do it. But you see men walk away because they're carrying the responsibilities when we're not designed to carry that much weight, man. Even right. the ox, you know, the oxen, you know, right. or or anything, you know, they, they have weight capacities. Even on a forklift, they say you can only handle this much. Wow. You know, and, you know, and so with like a forklift and any other of these devices, there there's a weight capacity that you're supposed to handle. And in a marriage or in a relationship or uh, parenting or any of that, there's a weight capacity that you can only, man, you can only hold so much. And you have to have a relationship with God to say, God, you know, I, I, I got to give this to you. I have to turn this over to you. And you would be amazed. I used to hear people say that and like, yeah, right. But you would be amazed at the peace that comes when you give it to God. Man, and so that's one of the other things is just having a good relationship with God, man, because, again, it's, you cannot do this on your own. Wow. And, and I think those are those are three good things that people can really use, and, and, and not just for just being a father, being a husband, but in life. I think those are three in things life, that get yeah, away. Yeah. In, in, in most situations, most relationships, people, they – they stop listening to the other party because they just, you know, they only concern about, okay, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, and it's like, okay, right. what, what about this other person? I mean, I've, you know, I've been that's been exposed to me. I, I can look at, you know, some situations in, in my own life, my own relationships, where I was just being super selfish. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, Miles, it's it's in our nature. You know, you think about Eve. She ate that apple because the serpent tempted her and said, "You will be like God," and so she thought about, this if I eat this. I can do and what I can have. And so it's in our mind and our makeup to have that selfishness, man. But I'm telling you, if you want to get anywhere in life, man, especially where marriage or a relationship is concerned, you got to stop thinking about yourself, man. And I'm going to say something that might throw some people off, even in the bedroom. (laughs) You know, you got to stop thinking about yourself, man, and start thinking about other people. 
you know, because, again, it's, it's imperative, man, because I, I'm a firm believer that what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And so as you right. submit and give up of yourself, man, God does not ignore that. He sees that, and he'll return that back to you. And it's, it's funny you said that because I'm actually going to appear on uh, on a mirror show tonight, a mirror uh, show uh, um, comes on at 10 o'clock. I'm going to actually be talking about that very same topic. And one oh, of the wow. things I've talked about to my friends a lot of my friends used to hate me because I would always tell them, like, man, if you gonna go, you got a girlfriend, you cheat on her, don't be mad if she cheating on you. It wouldn't matter if she's <laughs> right, out there doing right. the same thing you're doing because you're doing it. So, you you know, you can't be upset because, you know, she went out there and, and kicked it with a football player, whatever the case may be. You were kicking it with a cheerleader. So, I mean, it, it, right, it is right. what it is. You have to be willing. If if we're speaking monogamy or we're speaking whatever case we whatever we're speaking, I have to be a giver in that situation as well. In order right. to expect you to be able to receive, and vice versa, so it has, so it recreate a cycle of just uh, reciprocity. And I, I believe, I believe in relationships. I believe that relationships can be very dynamic. I've even uh, recently, I and mean, you may not know about this, say, uh, I actually just uh, finished my uh, one of my first projects in a long time called Relationship Power that I'm going to um, release uh, on the 15th of this month, and it, oh, it, wow. handles, okay. it deals with those types of things like helping people to, you know, rid themselves of baggage to. to you know, be able to walk in the situation fresh and anew versus, yeah. you know, walking into a situation and, well, I'm not going to let nobody ever do to me what she did to me. And she's oh, wow, on. yeah. Yeah, people, people, people have she, a, She's throwing somebody else over now. <laughs> yeah, people have a major tendency of making other people pay for people's mistakes. You know, I think that's, man, women, I'm not going to say women, but all people do. We have, we have a problem with making other people pay for other people's mistakes, man. And you think about it like this, Miles. And I got married when I was 21 years old. I wasn't ready to be anybody's husband or father. And here I am thrown into both roles immediately. I go from drop-top Camaros partying to driving minivans and soccer games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, you know, it's, the, it's, it's man. And so you, you go through that, and you, you go through that, man, and, and then you go, you think about it. I come from a single-parent home. My parents got divorced early. My dad wasn't around. He didn't know how to be a father. His father wasn't around. And so, man, Miles, I'm fighting against all these um, these odds. But, you know, man, and, and I'm not going to say everything was perfect, man. We had a tough time in the very beginning, but we were fighting, you know. And, and man, I, I left my wife, and, and I went back to Michigan and so on and so forth. And I, I remember, man, I, I called my wife, and I told her, I said, I want a divorce. And she told me, she said, you can divorce me, but I'm not going to divorce you. And, man, she was a woman of God. She was a woman who believed in prayer and believed what we had was supposed to be. And so that's why I talk about it. You're not designed to carry this on your own because in her own flesh, she probably thought, man, this Negro, I'm gone. But God <laughs> has spoke to her and said, you know, this is supposed to be. And so, man, you know, you, you have to have that relationship with God, man. And now I declare we are living in the good times, brother. I mean, right, you know, sir. everything is wonderful. I, I love my wife to down to every little piece of it, man, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. But in the beginning, you know, um, it, it wasn't like that. And I think in in the to, to go with this good times thing, I think sometimes you go from you have to go through a, a pain process to get to the promise. You know, and, and we went through our pain process, and it wasn't um, a pain process that was by choice. It was by those generational curses, man, that I had nothing – or, you know, I didn't know anything about, man, until I began to figure out, why do I feel like this? 
why does every time something happen I want to leave? Well, it was in my DNA. You know, it was it was it was what I had seen, what I had experienced, what you know the the curses that was on my family. And so, Miles, man, when you stand up, whether it's uh, where your finances is concerned, where it's your marriage is concerned, wherever your career, or being an entrepreneur, wherever it is that that you're trying to make a stand, trust me, you're going to have to fight. I mean, you are going to have to fight because the devil has peeked into your future and he sees it. And he's not just going to let you just have it. You think right. about the opposition when, you know, churches are building buildings and the opposition sometimes they have to fight. Well, because they're, they're creating a monument to God. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, you have to fight the things, man, because it's, it's, it's just not, man, the thing about it is that in order to get to where you want to go, sometimes you have to fight to get there. But when the fight is over, trust me, you'll be living in them good times, man. Right, yes, sir. And when you, when you say that, it, just, it brings back a lot of memories for me. Personally, you know, you know, we talk about overcoming, and we talk about you know being a champion, and we talk about all these things. But when you speak of being a champion, we speak of being an overcomer. That meant that you went through something. That meant that something happened. <laughs> you didn't just show right, up and right. say, "Oh, I'm I'm a winner. I'm a champion." No, you right, something right. happened. And like for you to sit here to be able to to talk about it openly now about your your marriage and to be able to talk about the things you've gone through and, and and vice versa even with myself, you know, it's a testimony of perseverance. It's a testimony of, of not letting those situations that come, you know, when because each and every one of us is becoming a a monument for God. Exactly. When we step out and in, into our purpose, and so that means that there's going there's going to be opposition to that. So in understanding that opposition. And understanding that, you know, trials and tribulations, they do come. What, how important has it been for you to just, you know, get, become quiet, just get time away and just, just you know, maybe find a, a word or two that, that really resonates with you and just and continuously repeat it, continuously affirm it? How, how powerful, how dynamic has affirmation been to you? I'm going to tell you um, the word that saved my marriage. Um, when... I left my wife, and I went back to Michigan, and I'm doing everything, and I'm hanging out and so on and so forth. Um, I went to see my grandfather, and my grandfather is with the Lord now. But um, I went to see him, and I'm over there, and I'm taking him some food or something. And he cost my wife a little bit. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, how's little bit doing? And at the time, Miles, I didn't want to talk about my wife. I'm not there. I could care less, you know, because of that selfish nature that I had. You know, I'm only thinking about what I want. I'm not thinking about the pain that I'm inflicting, in, you know, with my wife. I'm not thinking about any, any of that. I'm thinking about what J.L. Godfrey wants. And so um, I told him, I, well, Grandpa, I'm getting ready to leave, so on and so forth. And he, told, he tells me, he said, let me tell you something. He said, we have a tendency to think that the grass is greener on the other side. But what he said, but what we don't understand is that if you water your grass and put some fertilizer on it, your grass can be just as green as the grass on the other side. And that's the word, Miles, that I hold on to when that's what keeps us from arguing. That's what right. keeps us together because I understand that this takes work. And every day I'm fertilizing, I'm watering, I'm holding on to that word that my grandfather gave me. And he's speaking from his experiences, 
you know, he, he's coming coming from failed marriages, and he's coming from all these different things. So he's been through something, like we talk about, to discover that champion. <laughs> you know, uh, he's right. been through things, and he speaks that word into my life, and that's the word that saved my marriage. And so I get in the car, and I'm driving down the street, and when I leave his house, I'm thinking to myself, this old man is crazy, talking about grass <laughs> and fertilizer, and, I'm, you know, whatever. And then I get down the street. And it hits me. He's telling me that I have to work at it. Everything that right. I think I want from another woman, I have in this woman here. You just have to work at it. And so I called my wife. I said, baby, I'm coming home. And we worked at it, man, and we've been together ever since. And so wow. to answer your question, the word that I use to stand on in that quiet time or when I'm frustrated, and this goes for everything that you're going through, whether it's um, starting a business, whether it's buying a home, whether it's uh, raising kids, whatever it may be, you're going to have to work at it. You're going to have to put some fertilizer down. You're going to have to water it. And eventually you're going to have that business that you that you say you want. You're going to have that marriage that you say you want. You are going to live in those good times that you're declaring, but it comes with work. And so that's the, that's the word that I stand on. Wow. I think a lot of people right now are hearing you, and they are. I think you're really giving some somebody out there right now is listening to you, and you just may have saved their marriage. You may have saved something about them. You may have saved a relationship with them and a, and a child, and, their, and one of their children. Because sometimes people don't they, they give up on their children. I mean, being a youth leader myself, I see it where a lot of times children are just thrown away, and people don't right. really understand that, you know. If you just work, you, this is going to require work. The school system is not designed to raise your children, you know, or whatever the case may be, whatever it may be. And if you know that you have to put in your due diligence, you got to put in your work, then it, it changes the whole dynamic. You know, like, for instance, we have a lot of things that we have to do as as professionals, as career right. people. You know, I know that being a speaker, I have to continuously seek training. I have to continuously you know, I can't I can't rest on my laurels. I can't rest on what I did five years ago. I can't rest right, on the right. connections I made five years ago. I have, to, I have to network every day. I have to speak every day. I have to, you know, that's why I use these these moments here on Blog Talk Radio. I, I, as you said earlier, I'm thankful for Blog Talk Radio because it's given me a platform and it's given me a way to actually get practice so I can right. get better at my own craft. So I'm constantly seeking ways to get better. So as you were able to you know, get back home, get everything in order, and you, you guys are starting to experience the good times. What do you think was, I guess, the, the thing that when you went home, what, what was it that this time made you stay? I mean, I know you, you told me the what, you, what your grandfather said, but still, you were still J.L. Goffey when you went home. What caused right. you to stay when you went home? The getting rid, Getting rid of the selfish nature that I had getting rid of um, the personal desires that I had. Um, when, and, and, you know, and this is, the thing about it, for your listening audience, I may not be the most articulate speaker. I may not pronounce my words exactly the way they may be pronounced, but I speak from my heart. And so when I speak to you all, when you're listening to this, be it live or podcast or download or whatever it may be, this is coming from my heart. And so, I say that to say this. To answer your question, I got rid of my selfish nature. Miles, when I left my wife, 
you heard me say that um, I come from a single-parent home. I remember being in the window looking for dad and him not showing up. I remember answering the calls and he not coming and so on and so forth. I remember the pain that I felt. And so when I decided to leave my wife, as I drove down the street and I could hear my son yelling, screaming my name as I drive away. But the selfish nature that I had not didn't think about him, his mother, or his sister. I only thought about what I had, what I wanted. And so what kept me here and what keeps me here is that I deny myself of what I may feel. And sometimes, man, um, the selfish nature in you sometimes say, man, you know, I can take my money, I can do this, or I can do it. No, man, no. <laughs> no, it ain't, it ain't supposed to be like that, man. God put us together for a reason. And I'm telling right. you, I, man, the, who, the man I am today and the man I was 11 years ago, boy, I tell you, my family can attest to it. I am much a much better man because I met a woman who makes me a man. Sometimes these women make let, let men get off the hook. You right. know, and what I mean by that is you go through trials and tribulations and the woman go to call the mama trying to figure out what's going No, make that man figure out what's going to happen. Right. That's his role. <laughs> you know, when we go through something, my wife sit down and say, now, Jim, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, and I have the slightest idea, but that's why I have God. Right. And she makes me a man. Sometimes, man, women let men off the hook, but that's a whole other conversation. But, <laughs> but to answer your question, man, I, I just got off of being selfish. I'm willing to give of myself. And she's willing to give of herself. And with that, man, we don't have any problems because if I do have a problem, if I am feeling a certain way, I'm able to go talk to my wife, tell her how I feel. She's able to communicate with me, and we were able to walk out of it peacefully. But that comes from me denying my flesh because that flesh thing, man, wants to jump up and say, man, (laughs) she's getting on my nerves. Or, oh, look at her over there. Boy, she look good. You know, he ain't going to be talking to y'all crazy either. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, that flesh nature, man, arise up in your mind so quick, but I put to death all my members, man. So I just cut everything off and keep it moving, man. So to answer your question, I just really, man, got rid of that selfish man and, and really been, a, been able to communicate with my wife anytime I'm having any kind of feelings of, about anything. Wow. And I think that's that's a beautiful thing right there in itself is, is communication. I think communication is a wonderful tool that people sometimes don't use. They don't realize that this other person has feelings and needs that, you know, in them saying, hey, I need something, it may not be for them just to be selfish. It may be to say, hey, you know what, you have been ignoring me, and I just need your attention. Communication is the main ingredient to your success in anything you do in life. If you cannot communicate via marriage to your children, to in business, if you cannot communicate, you are destined to fail. You have to be willing to communicate. And I mean communicate, especially where your marriage and relationships are concerned. Be transparent. You know, um, uh, Adam talked about being naked and not being ashamed. You know, um, man, you got to be willing to be transparent. And you would be amazed that, man, once you be transparent, the level of help that you would receive. Sometimes, man, people go through stuff and they're too prideful to, to share. Man, the Bible says pride goes before destruction. You have to communicate, man. Miles, I, I can call you and, hey, Miles, this is what I, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And the little you have, you may be willing to share. But if I'm sitting here and we're starving to death, 
or, you know, whatever the case may be, then, you know, it's, it's, it's harmful to me and my family. But if you yeah. wanted to communicate, man, in business, in marriage, uh, in relationships, that is, to me, that is the main ingredient because communication unlocks so many other things. When you can right. communicate, you, you're going to – sex will get old. All these other things will pass away. But if you cannot communicate, I'm telling you, you don't have anything. And, see, and people, I want you to hear this. this these are these are also things that cause you to experience the good times, to have the good yes, times. Yes, sir. To, to, these are things that cause you to leave cares behind. You know, these are things that cause you to renew your mind. These are things that will empower you to, to live the life of your dreams, which we know is wonderful, and we know you deserve it. So, Jay, we got a few seconds left in the show. But um, tell people about being a visionary. Tell people about how important it's been to be a visionary. And, I, I, and I, we're talking about your family now, but it's, this is universal stuff. So I wanted to right. just share with people. And you having a vision for your household, you know, it's, it's well, helped your family to stay stable. It's helped your family to, to, to feel secure. How could a person take that same energy towards building the life of their dreams, towards living, you know, becoming a motivational speaker or becoming an actress or becoming whatever it may be? How does how does being a visionary and bringing that vision, putting that, making that vision plain, how does that get for our stability? Well, I, I think that um, when when you talk about vision, you have to. I, I'm trying to think of the scripture where it says the people. Yeah, my people perish for lack of vision. People mm-hmm. are frustrated be, at their jobs and in their marriage because there's no vision. If you, if I if I pass this phone to someone in my house. Whether it's my son, my wife, they can they will and you ask them what is the vision for this house. They will tell you word for word, and it right. gives you the ability to to sustain those not so good times on your way to the good times. So you have to have vision. You have to have something that's going to hold you to 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 get to that place that you're trying to go to. You have to have that vision. It says, without vision, the people perish. They're perishing because they don't see anything. So you have to put something before your wife. You have to put something before your church. You have to put something uh, where your career is concerned. People hate their jobs, not because they don't make a lot of money, not because this or that. It's because they have no vision. If you had a plan, if you were working on something, then you would be able to go to work and enjoy what you do and do it with a smile because you say, you know something, I'm working for that down payment for my house or I'm working for that down payment for my car or I'm working – Forget down payment. I'm working to pay cash for these things. You know, right. you have to have a vision, and you get frustrated because you don't have one. And so it's it's vitally important that you have vision. It is imperative to being successful to have a vision. And not only to have a vision um, to just have one, you have to have a vision that you know where I can pick up. I can ask you, Miles, what is your vision? And you can tell me just like that because it's something that you meditate on. You're beating that, that rock with that water every day. And so that vision is something that's in your heart, and it's in front of you, and it's something that you see, and it sustains you. So when you don't, uh, you're able to tell your friends, no, I'm not going out to the movies, or no, I'm not doing this, because I'm working on something. You have a vision, and I think that's imperative to being successful. You have to have vision, because, again, without vision, the people perish. I even go as far as to say this: like without vision, you know, people perish. But without, where there's no vision, there's no visionary. 
And wow. so, in other words, you have <laughs> yeah. to have a visionary to bring a vision to pass. Because, you know, again, we said it earlier that, you know, and, and, and God says that he will reveal no, nothing unless he reveals it to, through his prophets first. Right. And I think visionaries are, are, they do move in that prophetic vein where they bring things to life. You speak things that, you know, in essence would not have been brought to life any other way. It would exactly. you are the vessel that brings things to life. So even for a family, you know, or a, a dream or goal, whatever the case may be, you are the, the chief visionary. And exactly. if you don't bring the vision to pass, then there is no vision, and there will be, you know, a lot of grief and pain unnecessarily. I, I you know, I've, I've got a lot of friends who have gone through a series of, of severe breakups and even some divorces, and it goes back to some of the things that, you know, maybe the person that they may have been with just didn't have that vision. To, to see right. it through. Right. So how, yeah, what do you I, say to a person, you know, who... Good, I'm sorry. Who, no, 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 no. What do you say to a person who they are in the position to be a visionary because that's that's the role that they're playing? And hey, they're, not bringing, they're not bringing forth the vision. Can you repeat that a little bit? You broke up just a taste. I can, I can hear okay. you. No problem, sir. I said, what do you say to a person who, who should be a visionary? who should be a person bringing a vision that will make the people around them better. What do you say well, to that I, person to, to, to fire them up, to, to, to think, actually even begin to see vision? I think it's important if, if you don't have a vision, uh, it goes back to what you just said. You have to get with the visionary. I think once you get around people, like, uh, you know, it does matter where you go to church. It does matter who your friends are. It do, these things matter. Because right. um, uh, I believe it's in Proverbs where it talks about provoking people. Um, mm. I can if I'm in if I'm around you, Miles, and every time you see me, um, I'm driving a Bentley, I'm flying across the country, and you're riding in a, a Hyundai, uh, barely on Get Along Street. You're going just because we're in the same company. I'm going to pro- provoke you to greatness. Right. And so if you don't have a vision, it's imperative that you get around somebody with vision via church, TV, whoever. I mean, watch something, get something, put something in, read a book, do any, listen to shows like this. You have to get into an atmosphere of a visionary because that visionary will provoke you to wanting something better for your life. And so I think I think it's so important that you just, you have to get in that vein that brings out greatness in you because it's a, I remember <laughs> me, you, and Doc, we were talking, and I, I believe we called it uh, uh, spiritual jealousy uh, because we, we wanted to provoke each other to be great. You know, we wanted to provoke each other to go to that next level, and that was because we were visionaries. You know, and so it, it's imperative that you just get with people who have vision, and as you get around vision, it will begin to rub off you, and you will begin to think that, you know something, I do want to go back to school or I do want to start that business or whatever the case may be, you know, but you have to get it. Miles, environments are so important. Environments yes, are contagious and infectious. You have to get around some people that's going to contaminate you. And I know that's <laughs> but you have to be contaminated with positivity. When I talk to you and I look at Twitter and Facebook and I see the things that you're doing, it causes me to want to go to another level. Because I don't want to be the one that's left behind. I don't want to be the one that's, you know, uh, on barely get a long street. No, if Miles is going, hey, I want to go too because you're provoking me to greatness. So you have to get around visionaries 
and they will begin to spark that vision inside of you. Wow. And, and so it, it is it is important who you associate with. It is important who you surround yourself with because I, I can attest to it. A lot of things that you see me doing today is a direct result of the people I was able to be connected to. Even going back to my, my personal mentor, Mr. Greg Harden, um, who he, he basically kept his foot in my mind. He didn't let me get. He didn't let me quit on who I am, and who I'm supposed to be. Even when I was and, sitting in his office lying to him, he still stayed there and said, "You know what? You gonna get this, whether you like it or not." He did, and he didn't do it forcefully, but he did it with enough force to say, "You know what? You know you better than this, and when you're ready to be better, come back and talk to me." And if that I, just, I just want to interject really quick. The, the thing I want to say is that when you start doing that, be prepared for persecution. Yes. Because um, it's something to have vision. It's something to want to be successful. Everybody doesn't want that. And you're going to have the people that call you weird and, and I mean, family, friends, uh, colleagues. Be prepared for persecution because, again, if everybody was born to be successful, you know, it would just be here. You know, everybody right. would be successful. But we're not all designed to be like that. Well, we are designed to be like that, but everybody's not willing to do what it takes to be successful. So when you start, uh, when you go from having no vision to having some kind of vision to having an outstanding vision, I mean to the point where it's you even shock yourself. I mean, you're going to have people that's going to say, oh, man, this guy's crazy. Here Miles goes talking about buying a TV station. Here Miles is talking about doing this and doing that. I mean, you know, oh, he's just crazy. Well, hey. You know, you have to be prepared for that because that's what they persecuted Jesus. They're going to persecute you, but you have to be willing <laughs> to keep fighting to keep fighting to that place so you can live that good life. It's possible. Wow. Well, Jay, it, you know, at this moment, time has definitely has definitely got gotten beyond us. We got to come to the end of the show, but I want you to give the people a word of encouragement. Take about two minutes. Give people a word of encouragement and then let them know how they can connect to you. Uh, okay, Miles. Well, again, man, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for giving me this opportunity. Um, I, again, I don't take it lightly, uh, the relationship that we've established. And I, I just want to say to your audience, uh, again, Miles, he, he's a great speaker. Uh, he's a great writer. He's a great uh, friend. But most importantly, when he speaks to you people, he's speaking from his heart. And you have to take – there's so many people out here that speaking, but they're just speaking just to be speaking. They're speaking what they heard somebody else say or every time you hear them, they're saying the same thing because it's just something that they learn. When you listen to Miles, Miles is speaking from his heart, and I think it's important that you listen to that and not only listen to it, but receive it, take it, and use it. And I'm telling you, you will be propelled to that good life that he's talking about. And then my final word, I just want to say to the people, life, this good life that we're talking about, it is so possible. It is so possible for you to live this good life. Don't let what the television says, don't let what your friends say, don't let the job report, don't let any of that stuff stop you. Don't let it stop you. You are a kingdom citizen. It is imperative for you to to know that. You are a child of the Most High God, and it's important for you to walk in that. And so it is. you can have this good life. You can have the life that you deserve. Sometimes it may be rough. Sometimes you may have to leave some friends. Sometimes you may have to do some things that call, people call you weird. But I'm telling you, it is so possible for you to live this good life. But what it's going to take is you putting some fertilizer on it 
and a little water to go on it and working that thing and working that thing and beating that rock with that water. But I'm telling you, it is so possible for you to live this good life. And that's that's really what I have to say for your, for your listeners, Miles, is just, people, you can live this good life. Just keep working at it, and I'm telling you, God will bring it to pass. Wow. Jay, I'm, I'm honored, man, that you. This is the show you came back on, and um, that you know, we, prayerfully, we 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 hear a lot more from you, you know, in these uh, upcoming months. And you know, you got my phone number. You know how to reach me. And, right, right. Hey, let, let's 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 get it, man. It's, it's go time again. You, you have a <laughs> yes, voice sir. that needs to be heard. Yeah, I um, I'm I'm really thinking about it. And I've been praying about it. A, while coming back in November, man, we had we had a phenomenal show, Make It Happen Radio, and we switched it over to Game Changers. Uh, we had some some great guests, some great shows, um, and I'm I'm really uh, praying about it. I just want to make sure that uh, my voice does not get mixed in with the clutter because there's there's so much clutter out there. Um, but we're gonna find a way to make sure that this message gets heard, that people understand that this good life is possible for them. Another thing I want to tell you, listeners, follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to uh, get my Twitter game up, Miles, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm asking all your listeners to follow me on Twitter, and I'm not on Twitter trying to uh, sell you anything. I just I feel like, you know, I have some things to say. God has deposited some words in me that I believe that the world needs to hear, and I share it through Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter, my handle on Twitter is Mr. J.L. Godfrey, and it's G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. Again, that's Mr. J.L. Godfrey on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'll be sharing some life-changing information, and even about the upcoming um, return to blog talk that we're praying about and we're seeking God for. Check us out on Twitter, Mr. J.L. Godfrey. Well, sir, uh, again, we appreciate you, and we're looking forward to, you know, what, what's to come from J.L. Godfrey and the whole, you know, Game Changers brand. Well, again, Miles, thanks so much for having me, man, and I'll talk to you real soon. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. Take care. Take care. Again, people, that was Mr. J.L. Godfrey from Nashville, Tennessee, and you're going to be hearing more and more from him uh, as the, the the months uh, progress. People, I am I actually enjoy what I do here. I enjoy doing these shows. I enjoy being a, a part of your motivational and and, and encouraging. Uh, I guess you can call it uh the, the plate. This is the food that we bring to the table. I'm glad to be a part of your diet as far as motivation and encouragement is concerned. And I want you to continue to support what we're doing here because we're doing some dynamite things. We got some some wonderful things planned for you. This this whole Super September platform where, where we're doing three shows uh a week every um every, you know for this whole month. I mean, this is it, this is a, a really intense thing and it it really is a labor again, a labor of love. Looking forward to um doing more dynamite things for you. And we're actually going to be doing more dynamite things in person, right, right where you are. So what I want you to do is I want you to become a partner with what we're doing here. Be a show partner with what we're doing here. I'm going to continuously leave links on our podcast. Once you go back and listen to the podcast, we're going to leave links for what we're doing here. I want you to be a part of this. I want you to be a part of this because where we're going, we're creating a championship family, and we're helping people come up and live the life of their dream. 
we're we're empowering speakers, we're empowering coaches, we're empowering self help professionals to to go out and and do what they do best. So without a shadow of a doubt, I want you to continue to support what we're doing here. Continue to tell your friends about it. Continue to let people know that we exist. Continue to let people know how to, that they can reach out to me. Some people may need a life coach. I'm here. I'm available for you. Some people may need a, a keynote speaker. I'm available for you. You have my number. It's 770-674-8350. You have my email address, mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. I want you to continue to be blessed. I want you to continue to live a life of your dreams because the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. I want you to always remember my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. And with that in mind, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you tonight with something powerful. I'm going to leave you with a motivational moment that I created um, about a couple months ago. And I, re- I have just finally released it this week. I want you to listen to what I'm saying here on this motivational moment because I know that it you can just let this portion sink in. It can change your whole life. So remember this. I, notice, I love you. I'm praying for you. I care about you. I want to see you live the life of your dreams. I want to see you get it. I want to see you have everything that you're supposed to have. I want to see you heal, whole, set free, delivered. I want to see you enjoying life. I want you to experience the good times because good times are here. Happy days are here again. But it starts with one key piece, forgiveness. So with that in mind, I'll see you here again on Thursday at 6 p.m. for another installment of a, another special installment of Creating the Championship Standard Living with Miles W. Miller. I want to again thank my hope uh excuse me, my guest, Mr. J. L. Godfrey. I want to thank uh, Amira Shaw, who I'm going to be on her show later tonight, Life Skills Radio, um, here on Blog Talk Radio. And remember this, my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. Let me tell you today about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a major component, a very vital component to manifesting the life of your dreams. You know I tell you each and every week, as many times as I can possibly say it, that the life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it. But unforgiveness will definitely short-circuit any hopes for manifestation. Unforgiveness is like a glue. Unforgiveness is a glue that binds together everything that you don't want. I mean bad health, pain, grief, misery... Everything that you don't want, unforgiveness is the glue that binds it together where it can't even be released. Just think about it like this. Every time somebody makes a mistake, every time somebody drops the ball, every time someone does something that they honestly regret, the feeling of, oh my God, what did I just do, can be overwhelming. However, it's at that very moment that you connect with the provision of the provider, the provision of source, the provision of God when you forgive. Sometimes the person that needs forgiveness is yourself. I know I personally have made a lot of mistakes over the course of my young life. And I thank God for forgiveness because I have to forgive myself sometimes for some of the things I've done. 
And instantly, if a person makes a mistake, some people are going to do things maliciously. You can't do anything about that. Some people actually make honest mistakes where they, they're not intending to hurt you. They just made a mistake. And it just it just is what it is. But we are such wonderful, wonderfully made creatures where we have the capacity to forgive our fellow man. To extend mercy and extend grace towards someone who really, in the truest sense of the form, didn't know what they did. Including yourself sometimes. God forgives us. So it's only fitting that we forgive our fellow man. Take that in consideration as you're moving forward in power and in might of God. That God has placed us here to do some dynamite things. And that we each are going to need forgiveness. Each and every one of us. Forgive yourself and forgive each other. As you continue to manifest the life of your dreams, remember that the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful and you deserve it. This is Miles Miller saying, don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams.